Welcome everybody to the second half of the Friday Double Dip here on Keyboard Kimura. I'm your host, E. Spencer Kite, your friendly neighborhood Spencer man, sitting in for the first edition of the Keyboard Kimura betting show. It has been known as many things over the last year that I've been doing this, both here, then at Severe, then at Severe this year with Ian O'Neill. It has been So You Want to Make a Bet. It has been the picks and plays, but it is just simply going to be known as the betting show because it conveys in a very easy manner what it is that you're going to be getting here week after week, and that is UFC betting selections. This week, it is UFC 288 from Newark, New Jersey, the Prudential Center, the Rock, the home of the New Jersey Devils. But before we get to this week's picks, what I will do every week and what I will do right here, let you know how we did last time out and let you know where we stand for the course of the year. Similar to the punch drunk predictions, I am clearing the boards. We are starting fresh now that I'm here, now that I'm back at Keyboard Kimura, now that we're doing it on this platform. That being said, a look back at the severe days of this year. So 2023, overdoing picks with IO for the severe picks and plays, had $5,062 out wagered for a return brought in. $4,620.39. So I was down $441.61. And all of that deficit, all of that loss came in the last event that I wagered on or made picks for, for that sh- on that on that show for the UFC, which was UFC Kansas City. I was up a little bit going into that, laid out some, some picks for that show. It didn't go well. They didn't, they didn't land. I think I had somewhere about $700 wagered. I think it landed 200 bucks in. And so here we are at, at just under 450 bucks down. It's not where I want to be, obviously. Certainly not what I want to be doing with a show like this. But as I will say each and every time, one, this stuff is hard. Picking MMA and, and betting on MMA, I would say is amongst the most difficult sports to wager on because there are so many variables to consider so many different props and angles and decisions you can make in terms of where to get your money in. So it is a difficult proposition. The other thing I will say, and I will say this all the time, it will be in the show notes here on the YouTube page. It will be in the show notes for the podcast version as well, both on the Substack and on podcast platforms is please folks gamble responsibly. This for me is numbers on a spreadsheet. I am not going out and making all of these wagers, my wife would divorce me, disown me, throw me to the curb. If I said, hey, I'm going to grab a a $10,000 bankroll and make $1,000 worth of wagers every week on the UFC and see where we get to. This is monopoly money for me. And for you, if you are making bets, I urge you, please only put in what you can afford to lose. Understand that this is a very tough thing to do. It is a very dangerous game. And if you are somebody that is struggling or you know someone who is struggling with problem gambling, there are links to resources in Canada, the United States, Ireland, and the United Kingdom in the show notes. So please check those out. Again, please gamble responsibly. We want this to be, I want this to be a fun sort of add-on, an additive element to your MMA consumption. If you are watching the show, if you are listening to this show, and somebody that is interested in wagering on UFC. I want it, as I said, to be additive, not a thing that creates problems. 
So please, if you or a loved one is struggling, having issues, seek help. There are some links in the in the show notes, in the podcast notes for you to consult to maybe get that help. With that said, it's time to move forward. Wiping the slate clean, starting myself with a $10,000 bankroll. From here to the end of the year, if we go broke before the year is out, then we go broke before the year is out and we got to take out a loan. And if I go broke before the year is out, I probably shouldn't be doing a betting show. So I don't think we're going to get there. I hope we don't get there. I hope we can make some profit week on week and you guys can enjoy this program and I can sit here and think, man, this is this is going well. Going to keep track of every penny from here on out. Going to let you know, as I said off the top, how we did last week, how we're doing for the year, every time we sit down to do this. I'm excited to do it. I've enjoyed it over this last year. So let's go. Let's get into it. UFC 288. First bet of the day. And, and before I do get started, there's not going to be a bet on every fight. It's just not how we're going to do this. I know when, when Ian and I were doing the show over on Severe MMA, we did it as the picks and plays and went through every fight. So we gave you our fight pick and then our wagering selection broke this up into two, because if you're just looking for fight picks, you can go and check out the punch drunk predictions. If you're looking for betting advice, wagering selections, you can just come here, check out the betting show. That's how we're going to do it. Going to grab a sip of water and then we'll get into it. All right, UFC 288. First wager, and we're going to go from the from the main event down, just work that way, because that's just the way it goes. That's how we did the predictions. That's how we talk about these fight cards. And so here we go. First wager of the night. $50, Aljamain Sterling by decision. Current odds are plus 225. That will return $162.50. I think if Aljo gets the win, and, and I do think he will win, he is my selection, it's by decision. I don't think he's finishing Henry Cejudo. He had Piotr Jan's back for a number of a number of minutes in their second fight. That's how he won that fight. Great ground control, back control. And if he's going to get there, I think it's going to be a similar path to victory. I don't, I don't see him submitting Henry Cejudo. Cejudo has been finished in one of his UFC losses to Demetrius Johnson. That knee to the midsection, I was there, was a beautifully well-placed knee. And he folded him. I don't think Aljo has that in his arsenal. I think Henry Cejudo also has, you know, built up the defenses to that over the years. I just think this is going to be a fight that if Sterling wins, he's going to have to be in his bag. He's going to have to be being the human backpack that he is. Control a lot of time on the ground, on Henry Cejudo's back, or in top position for that matter. But Aljo does prefer to get around to the back and he's damn good at it. And so to me, looking at this, this number at that, plus 225 with Aljo not necessarily being a guy that I rely on to finish, even though he's coming off a finish against TJ Dillashaw. I do think that's a diminished TJ Dillashaw. I think the path to victory here is more on the scorecards. So 50 bucks to make 162.50 in return, more than a hundred dollars profit feels like a, a good investment in the main event to have a little bit of a play on the main event fight itself. Next one. Similar thing, $50 on Bilal Muhammad to win by decision at plus 200. Very similar to the main event. I do think if Bilal Muhammad is going to win this fight, it's going to be by decision. It is going to be by him 
exhausting Gilbert Burns and suffocating Gilbert Burns. When he and I spoke for UFC.com last week for a story that is up now, we talked about what's it like to go out there and drown these guys. And he said on May 6th, Gilbert Burns drowns. Gilbert Burns, Gilbert Burns breaks. I think that's the way Bilal has to win this fight. If he goes out there chasing finishes, and he's never been a guy that chases them. The Sean Brady finish came organically. I don't necessarily know that he gets that against Gilbert Burns, who went in there and went 15 hard minutes with Hamzat Chemaev. I don't think Bilal has the one-shot power to hurt him and finish him the way that Kamaru Usman did a couple of years back in their title match. But I do think with his gas tank, with his pressure, with his pace, with his volume, and five rounds to work, Bilal Muhammad can suffocate Gilbert Burns, drag him into those deep waters, drown him, get a victory on the scorecards, turn 50 bucks into $150 return, so a nice $100 profit, be a great way to sort of set up that main event for myself and you if you follow some of these selections. Next one, and this is one of two sort of bigger wagers for me over the course of, of this show, over the course of this card. It's $300 on Jessica Andrade on the money line. So to win the fight at minus 175, that produces a return of $471.43. One of the takeaways that I had from doing this over at Severe over the last year or doing this in general over the last year is that for me, in, in my approach, there are times where there are fighters that I like that I can't be scared of the money line. I can't be scared of the negative, you know, the, the heavy favorites or the bigger favorites. And so Jessica Andrade, to me, at minus, 70, at minus 175, that's, that's juice that's worth paying. That's a little bit of, you know, you're not, you're not cashing as big as you would if, if she's obviously closer to even money. But I think she wins this fight rather handily. And so under, under minus 200, getting a chance to make a little bit of a return here until you up the stakes a little bit. I think she wins this fight probably eight times out of 10. And so I'm going to invest that little bit extra, a little bit more than normal in order to get that greater return. So a $300 investment for a $471 and some change return you make 171 bucks plus pocket change and we go from there. One of the other things that I like to do that I am doing here is when I have a fighter like this, like Andrade in this spot where I like the money line number, where we're going big on that number, I'm going to stack some things together. And so I'm also adding $100 on Andrade to get a finish and that's at plus 165. So that $100 would return 265 bucks. And for me, I think she goes out here and finishes. That's the way Jessica Andrade wins most of her fights is by stopping. She finds some way to get her opponents out of there, primarily on the feet, but we've seen some submissions. We saw it last time she was at this weight class, standing arm triangle against Amanda Lamosh. So it's certainly a thing we know is a possibility. And if you're going to give me an opportunity to turn $100 into 265, make a $165 profit on a fighter that I like to win a fight eight out of 10 times, nine out of 10 times, I'm going to take that one. And then I'm also going to just add in 50 bucks on Andrade to finish in the first round. 
which comes in at plus 425. So that $50 would produce a return of $262, which again, we've seen her do this. This is sort of her MO. Go out there, get it done in a hurry, not waste any time. Take the fight to Yan Jaonan, put it on her, pack up a victory and go home and I'll go cash some tickets. So in, t- in total, the Andrage totals are as follows. It's $450 out, which is a bunch of money. Hap- like, listen, there's no, there's no two ways around that. That's a bunch of money to lay out. There's big investment in Jessica Andrade. It will hurt if she does not win. Certainly. That being said, if she's victorious, we cash for $471.43. So no matter what, if we get a Jessica Andrade decision win, we make $21 and some change. Not a great profit for wagering 450 bucks, but I don't think that's where it ends. But at the end of the day, still make 20 bucks, we make 20 bucks. If she wins and gets a finish, we cash for $736.43. So a profit of 286.43. That's a little better. That's a little nicer. That's easier to take when you're laying out 450 bucks. And if she wins and gets a first round finish, we're cashing for $998.43, a $548.43 profit. We're turning 450 into just shy of $1,000. Those are the kinds of numbers that I like. Those are the things I'm looking for when I put together a stack like this. And we've got a smaller version a little later on. Next up, another another fight similar to that Andrage initial bet, which is Drew Dober and Matt Frivola. And it's 250 on Drew Dober on the money line to win the fight, minus 225. That returns $361.11. I hesitated as I was putting this together. I, so my process is I will write out all of my bets that I like, all the different things that I like. We'll go through, we'll do all the odds, we'll get everything sorted out. Shouts to the people at Action Network for the wonderful betting calculators. Hi to my guy, Dan Stupp, and everybody over there. Check out their Prop Squad stuff. Check out Dan's Twitter. They've been cashing wildly since they launched it. Very good guys to follow over there. I I hesitated a little bit. I'll write everything out, then I'll put it into a Word file. Sit here, it'll be up next to my screen so I can see, see and remember. I don't have to remember everything off the dome in terms of making my bets. And I hesitated to put this one in because it's 250 bucks. And that's, again, a lot of money. It's not, I don't want to be frivolous with this. I don't want to be just throwing money around. As much as it is monopoly money and numbers on a spreadsheet for me, I also want to be giving you sound advice and giving you sound sort of direction and instruction and ideas. And I can't be doing that if I'm just throwing dollars around all careless and reckless and willy-nilly. But I do think Drew Dober wins this fight pretty handily and 95 times out of a hundred, the level of competition he's faced and he's beaten in his last three fights is greater than the level of competition that Matt Frivola has faced or beaten in his UFC career. I think, as I said on the prediction show, Matt Frivola is kind of Drew Dober light, and I'm going to take the full strength version over the lighter strength version all the time. So 250 turns into 361.11 which means we turn just over $100 profit, 110 bucks, 111 bucks and 11 cents all toll. I'll take that shot. It is some juice to pay. 
it is, it is risky, right? 250 out to just make 110 bucks isn't necessarily a thing that most people are going to advocate for. But as I said, this is one of those spots where I believe Dober wins handily and regularly and has multiple paths to victory. So we just get in on the money line. We go in a little heavier and we see how we do. Next one, $100 on Marina Rodriguez on the money line just to win the fight, minus 138. So that $100 returns 172.46. Again, this is a fight to me that Marina Rodriguez is going to win more often than not. I do think, as I said on the prediction show, that Verna Janiroba is a live dog. I know I referenced Sean making that selection over on SureDog for his bets. I don't mind that wager at all. But as a Marina Rodriguez fan and backer and supporter, picked her on the predictions. I like the number at minus 138. I think the loss last time out is really has really impacted this number. Obviously, when, when somebody's coming off a loss, the numbers are going to be a little bit different. But I think we sort of forget how good she had been prior to that. We haven't seen Jandiroba go out and get a big dominant victory and a big quality victory to this level, to what this would be in the UFC. And so I like the opportunity to put $100 out, get a little over $70 back, make a return, put some profit in my pocket, and keep going. Next one, and, and this is the last of the wagers on the fights on the individual fights. We'll have a couple parlays. We'll get to them in a second. It's a hundred dollars on Joseph Holmes on the money line to win the fight at plus plus one fifty. It returns two fifty. This is just a straight up gut feel kind of gut shot pick for me. I think Joe Holmes is the better fighter in his matchup with Claudio Hibero. I didn't really get impressed at all by anything I saw from Hibero in his fight with Abdul Razak Al-Hassan last time out. His win on the Contender Series was a, not flash knockout, but it was a quick 25-second fight, lands a big shot, guy's out of there, and it's against the guy that doesn't have any real big, meaningful experience and, and quality victories. And so it's hard to rate a guy like that. As much as I have said, Joseph Holmes' win isn't that big of a deal because it's over Alan Amadovsky, who is 0-4 in the UFC, He's still shown me that he can go out and do it. And I think in this fight, he goes out and he shows us some of that grappling prowess. He goes out, he drags this fight to the ground and he gets a victory. Hopefully we kick off the event with a live dog cashing. I'm also going to double up here. I'm also going to do a little small stack here with 50 bucks on Holmes to get a finish, which is at plus 260. I do think this is a spot for him to get a submission win. And if you want to go even that much further, and go to the submission prop, not just the finish prop. You'll get even better odds there. But 50 bucks returns 180. I like that number. I think he wins this fight. I think if he does, he's going to get a finish. This isn't a fight. These aren't guys that I see being decision fighters. I don't see them being tentative. I think they both understand that there's stuff on the line. I think with the weight miss, Joe Holmes is going to be looking to go out and make a statement and sort of stave off a little bit of that backlash, a little bit of that pushback for missing weight. And so in total with Holmes, it's 150 out, 250 in if he wins the fight. So we make $100 profit either way. He goes out, gets a victory. We make 100 bucks. If he goes out and gets a finish, it's $430 in, a $280 profit. That's an even nicer number. I really like taking 150 bucks and nearly doubling it. So that's what we're hoping to do. As I mentioned, that's it for the, the straight bets but we got to have a couple parlays. Every week I will do 
what I have always referred to as sort of the keyboard Kimura parlays. It is a main card parlay, preliminary card parlay, and a full card parlay from the punch drunk predictions. But before we get to those, I also have just a money line parlay here, a just win baby parlay of the four fighters that I've mentioned already putting a little bit of money on their on their money lines and not a little bit of money. It's a lot of money on Jessica Andraj and Drew Dober. And, and it's the majority of my outlay for this week on those money line wagers. But it's $20 on Jessica Andraj, Drew Dober, Marina Rodriguez, and Joseph Holmes. All four of them to win. We get combined odds of plus 879. So that 20 bucks turns into 175.75 if we get four victories. We're going to know right out of the gate. This is a thing that I do to myself on just about every fight card is have a wager very early in the night. And in this case, it is the first fight of the night. If Joseph Holmes loses, we start out in a hole and we got to work back. But we're going to know right away whether this one hits, whether the preliminary and full card parlay parlays hit. I like knowing right out of the gate. I like seeing where I'm going. It builds some anticipation or gets the queasiness out of the way early. As I mentioned, the keyboard Kimura punch drunk predictions parlays. So on the main card, it's Aljamain Sterling, Bilal Muhammad, Jessica Andraj, Mavsar Evloyev, and Charles Jordan. $10 wager, combined odds at plus 978. So 10 bucks returns 9780. I'll take that. Sorry, 9880. No, 10780. Bad math, wrote it down wrong. My apologies. I'll take that. You give me 10 bucks, I nearly nearly make a hundred bucks off it. Good deal. Preliminary card parlay. So the fighters involved. Drew Dober, Kennedy and Zechiku, Chaos Williams, Marina Rodriguez, Parker Porter, Ikram Aleskarov, and Joseph Holmes. 10 bucks plus 4,424. 10 bucks turns into $454.44. Again, who, who's not going to like that kind of return? Who's not going to like that kind of money? We get an underdog in there in Joseph Holmes to kick things off. The rest of it, nobody that's too far over. Chaos Williams is a big favorite, but the closeness of the rest of these sort of gives us a nice accumulated value. And then the full card parlay. So it's all of those fighters. Aljamain Sterling, Bilal Muhammad, Jessica Andraj, Mavsari Vloyev, Charles Jordan, Drew Dober, Kennedy and Zechiku, Chaos Williams, Marina Rodriguez, Parker Porter, Ikram Aleskarov, and Joseph Holmes. $10. Odds total to 47891 So a return of $4,799.11. If we hit this, if we go undefeated through the fight card, I mean, we're just going to come back here next week as we get ready for the next event in in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we may have to play the Ric Flair music because we're going to North Carolina where Ric Flair cut his teeth and had some great success. And we're going to have to let out some woos because we will be up big bucks. We will have a great return on investment. It, it doesn't happen often. It's very, very unlikely to happen, but it's 10 bucks. And if we happen to have a day where the stars align and my insights and my thoughts and my ideas work out correctly and we run the table. I don't want to miss out on that because I didn't just put 10 bucks down on all of my picks. So that's the main card parlay. 
Those are the picks for UFC 288. Those are the betting selections for UFC 288. As I said, we'll be back here next week ahead of UFC Charlotte, giving you the insights, giving you the breakdown, giving you the postmortem. We either do well or we don't. Either way, we're back here being accountable for it, letting you know the numbers, and then trying to trying to rebound or trying to build. Up in the corners here, we got the QR code for the Keyboard Kimura Substack. I would love if you scan that, click on the link, go through, subscribe to the newsletter, five bucks a month, 50 bucks a year, or free. You're limited to just the free content. There will be some paywalled stuff going up over these next couple of weeks as we get into it. Check out the boys at One Bone, at One Bone Brand on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, onebonebrand.com to check out the gear, their story, everything about them. They are the absolute best. I love working with them. Great dudes, Canadian company, amazing fits. I wear them every day. They're not here just because I'm trying to plug them and because they're paying me. They are guys that I have a nice relationship with, a building relationship with. I love the gear. Reached out after I started wearing the gear and said, hey, looks like you guys are into fighting. You know some people. I know some people. They're starting to sponsor some athletes. Definitely a brand that you need to check out. Follow me on Twitter. Subscribe to this YouTube. It's, I'm so, this has been a great week. Like I'm, I'm genuinely trying to keep the emotions in check because this has been a great week. I'm happy to be back. I'm loving being back here on Keyboard Kimura. I appreciate all the messages, all the downloads, the subscriptions, the listens, the views, everything. It means the world to me. I love covering this sport. I love talking about these men and women as they get into the octagon and compete. I will be back on the Substack on Saturday doing 10 things we learned. Back here on Sunday with the next day takeaways coming back. It'll just be me. I will miss you, Harry. But we'll get that sorted out down the road. We'll figure some stuff out. And then we'll just jump into it on Monday. Kick off another week. It's been great. Happy to be here. Appreciate you guys checking it out. Enjoy the fights this weekend. Good luck if you're making picks and plays. And we'll talk to you soon.